0: Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and this is Today I Watched 2019, Week 1, Part 2. And in this episode, I'm talking about the New Year's Day edition, Smackdown Live, number 1011, kicking off the new year with some new day. They open up the episode, but before I get to that, a couple of things I want to talk about as well. Um, First of all... The last few days i've been watching some uh a lot of youtube a lot of joe rogan a lot of uh other like semi related site, sites with like conspiracy theories and thing like things like that hasn't just been conspiracy theory type people there's been some like physicists and um some regular just uh, plain old celebrities as well but uh yeah uh, some interesting stuff the the most recent thing i ended up watching and uh because i every now and then i enjoy watching some conspiracy theory stuff and i don't uh, seriously i don't take very many of them seriously or anything like that uh an interesting one that i came across a couple days ago and i hadn't heard of this before is that there's a theory that's um it's just funny that um there's a theory that mountains are actually tree stumps, petrified tree stumps. And there's all kinds of arguments for it. I haven't watched like there's like an hour and a half video that was like kind of the root of this. Pen pun pun partially intended. Um but uh, and I I watched maybe like 5 minutes of it. I have like an hour and a half or hour and 40 minutes. I yeah like, oh, all right. I I get the idea I don't need to watch this entire thing um but uh yeah I it it has some interesting uh observations but that's all they are that's the same thing as like noticing oh uh uh bugs are like lobsters no that's not even like that's not even like the same thing the 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 one thing that I would compare it to, except this, legitimately is inter- like it's interesting on a much higher level than this. So they compare what a tree stump looks like and compare it to a mesa, and it's like they look exactly the same. They must be the same thing. It must be from trees. Um, no, that's because that's how things form tend to form. When gravity is and in, is involved with uh, how something is growing up and how something is being eroded down, it ha- it's pretty similar. Uh, if yeah, anyway, um, I'm not trying to refute. I, I mean, I should be trying to refute because it's it's not. That's not what mountains are. Anyway, um, what was the the thing I was gonna. Oh, like a, leg- like a very interesting comparison. That's like that is that uh, like brain cells, synapses, the connection uh, between brain cells, uh, and the nervous system looks a lot like um, imaging of the concentration of stars in the universe, like a like a wide view of everything that we can see and the concentration connections between the universe not universes of galaxies and stuff like that looks looks a lot like it but like a network thing so it's that they're not the same thing obviously it's a tremendous difference um but it is interesting to see visually how similar they are and it does make you wonder like that it's like everything is fractals that uh given a, a rule set that makes up the universe, that on progressively larger scales those patterns repeat. Those type of structures tend to form. So anyway, I'm getting out of breath <laughs> talking about the crazy stuff. I I I've I'm not get, I actually I don't think it's because I'm expending so much breath. It's because I don't want to exhale while the microphone is so close to my face so that it doesn't sound um unnerving. <sighs> that whole thing. Maybe not unnerving but just like oh my god what, what stop breathing into the mic. <sighs> I'll uh take a a breathing break every now and then <laughs> uh, when I'm recording in this setup um and this setup is better i think anyway um i had been have uh using the the stand so i have been using for the most part a lot of episodes i just use the regular um just the microphone built into my iphone if i'm on the road and whatnot and uh, i don't have any other equipment with me i just want to get uh my thoughts on something recorded and so, the, I know those episodes don't sound very good. Um But for all the other episodes, which may also, probably also don't sound the most great possible, those aren't, that's not the right way to use those words, um, I've been, I, I use a, a blue raspberry, that's the, uh, the brand and the model microphone that, uh, interfaces directly with iphone ipad um i think it also came with a cable so you can plug into android devices or into it might not actually work on pc no i think it does work on pc the other one that i got before this does not work at on pc at all um so that's a a one up but i i have recorded exclusively on ios since getting this microphone um, and if you're curious, a, l- a little more peek behind the, the curtain um, with production here is I use uh, an app called Voice Record Pro, and it's geared specifically for recording voice, as indicated by the name of it. And I like it a lot. As as lots of great tools, I uh, the editing I haven't really tried editing audio at all in this app but uh as indicated by me rambling all this it, these these episodes could could benefit from some of that but um instead I, I i wanted with using this app i wanted to just go go with it um i i restart episodes a lot like this is the fifth time i started this episode because i went on a little bit too much about the Actually, I went on it about it more than any of the other attempts. But I said, like, you know what? I'll just go with it. Um, that uh, I wouldn't do any editing. That I would try to get a good episode all at once. Um, and and all of that. Now, of course, there are other things that these, these shows could have. Like music and things like that. But that's a... That's a that's a lot lot more to go into it than um, the couple of people that even listen to this. If there are actual people listening to this, let yourself be known. Tweet me at tiw podcast. Okay. Um, what was I getting to? Oh, I th- this this app is really nice because um, uh, you can upload to to Google Drive, which is great for my backup, and then you can upload directly to any FTP server server. Or surfer. Do do you guys know any FTP surfers out there? It'd be similar to to regular web surfers, but they're only going after the FTP sites. Getting those files. Um, So I I host, this this podcast is hosted on Libsyn. um, And uh, so I can upload directly using uh ftp the ftp uh feature and that's uh that's pretty nice because i can do that anywhere um i don't have to get and i don't have to have my computer with me so i can upload directly because before this i was using audio boom or audio boo i think it's still audio boom it's audio boom with an m at the end but they are called audio boos plural of what they are like the the posts are they call them audio boo so i was using that but it was um there's like a 10 minute limit or something like that for the free version and then there's also there's a better version of it but overall felt like it wasn't it was still felt kind of rinky dink compared to this libsyn platform stuff now libsyn isn't perfect um, it's, I mean, it's more than what I need and, um, I but it, it's, it's reliable and it's pretty user-friendly. Um, once you, once you learn like where everything is on the website, but it's not that hard to learn where everything is on the website. So I like it. Um, and this app it also has a converter so i record all the episodes originally in wave formats um at what what quality here um i can't see the settings at the moment um but i record a wave file and then i convert that to mp3 so that i uh, you know i never really listen back necessarily to see what kind of, like how the the encode was so if if anything ever does go wrong with the encoding, and just let me know. And you hear hear it, uh, let me know, and I'll take a look at it. Um, but uh, yeah, if I do that and I've I have deleted the original file, then it's like yeah, it's how it is. I'm sorry, but it has a built in encoder um, because also before this I had been recording on my computer. And um I'd be rec- uh basically I would record directly into aud not audible. Um what is Audition. That's what it is. Uh Adobe Audition. And uh so they that, that that program has such great tools in it. it. Has a lot more tools than this app does. Um but I would do it in there and then i do the encoding. Um and all that. At one point, I was u- using Adobe Media Encoder. All these different steps, and uh, you may go back and listen to those episodes and see that I, and see that I have individual art for all the stuff. So I was putting a lot more effort into a lot of things for those. But this whole process makes it a lot smoother, I think. Um, using this Voice Record Pro app on my iPad or my iPhone, um, and recording directly, everything's done in this one device with along with the accessory of the microphone sometimes without that accessory um but yeah I highly recommend I, I like this this so why I was that's what I was getting at what I was getting at is that um the the raspberry the blue raspberry microphone has uh comes with a stand so that it just sits right on the table and it like folds really nice and uh like Um, stores away extremely nicely and all of that but the problem is that it is on the table so I would have it be like two feet away from my mouth or even like a foot away something like that and uh, so I would have to have the sensitivity up quite a bit to get nice levels acceptable volume levels and right now it probably is a little bit too low but um so during that time period until these last couple of episodes um from between when I was on desktop until these last couple of episodes I had had the microphone on the table um like a foot or so away from my mouth and so you get a lot more background sound um and i would go into um specific spots whereas away from like the refrigerator and things like that uh, because i knew that was all going to get picked up and and in a lot of episodes you probably hear like the garbage truck picking up garbage while i'm when i'm recording and stuff like that now i record like i would at my computer have the microphone very close very close not this close though to be, um, I mean, I could, if I had, I have a foam cover on here right now, but if I had a furry cover that would l- work a lot better that I could actually have my mouth right up to it and <laughs> I need to take a breathing break <sighs> um, and not get the, the gristle, gristle rubbing that do right here. Wait, you shouldn't really do that with a microphone, anyway. Probably not, but you can't hear. At least I don't think uh, that you can hear, like the refrigerator, because now I'm I'm in a different part of the apartment where there is a refrigerator nearby. There's there's only the one refrigerator, but it's I'm now closer to it than I have been. Anyway, the reason for that is that I um. I I think I did I did know this, but I didn't ever think to do it. Is that the microphone does come off of its uh, integrated stand, so it isn't exactly integrated, but the stand that comes with it, so that you can put it onto any type of mount. Um, of that eighth inch, I think it's eighth inch, maybe it's a quarter inch. But anyway, so now I have a, a real mic stand on a boom, uh, a boom arm. And so I can get right up close instead of having it set on a table and not being very far away. Oh, anyway. Fifteen. This is a long episode. This is a long episode. You know what I might do. I don't want to start over. I don't want to start over. But I also don't want to put. Because to talk about the rest of the stuff on this that I have written down, I haven't gotten. I haven't said anything about the stuff that I have notes on for SmackDown and another show that I wanted to talk about. I haven't talked about any of that. And we're already 16 and a half minutes in. But, you know, uh, just roll with it. Roll with it. It'll be a long episode, so what? Some months, I'm. Disappointed at the end of the month, I'm like, I I didn't put out very many episodes this month. I still have X amount of space left to use for this month's quota that's been paid for over there on Libsyn to host all of these great episodes. Um, Have any of these episodes ever been great? No, I don't think so. There is one, my most, my favorite episode of this show ever the today we watched with maggie or uh today we watched the walking dead and it was um the uh aikido episode um i forget the guy's name and everything um it was the morgan when he met the guy and he learned how to use his stick and uh we played the game i came up with the game ikea or Aikido. And uh, I think that's the best this uh, this show has ever been and ever will be. It will never be that good again, probably. But I can try eventually. I'm not trying today. Um, new year, new podcast. That's yes, the same. No, it's a, it's a little bit different now. Maybe. Let me know what you think. Tweet me at T I W Podcast um once every 20 minutes i'll have to mention <laughs> the twitter handle um uh, but it's still today i watched on is it still today i watched on instagram i haven't changed that because i was the only place i could get actually today i watched um yeah so I, i've kept it as that everywhere else is tiw podcast um even the website is now actually TIW Podcast, um, and today I watched it just to redirect to that, but that's the technicality. I'm just used to saying today I watched. the TIW Podcast actually is probably easier to uh, communicate because today today I watched, I, I feel like a lot of times I leave off, I don't really enunciate the ED at the end, so here I'll just say TIW Podcast go there um before we get to this episode um it's been announced it's official well i already talked about this in the last episode but all elite wrestling but um let's take a look at this statement from cody Rhodes, um and it is relevant to smackdown because they're gonna have their their rally um next tuesday before smackdown um so we'll get know information um one week from now he says um I was going to read the the first paragraph. That was me like just getting oxygen. I wasn't like exasperated from reading this or anything. Um, This first paragraph, uh, there's four parts to this and I'm just going to read the beginning of the end of it. Um, It says, I feel so damn lucky. I believe that more than talent, more than chance work ethic will guide me where I'd like to go. And uh, he ends it with what's old. Isn't new. What's new is new. Perception. Isn't reality. Reality is reality. Fans first. So, um that's the statement from Cody Rhodes. I just ventured away from the microphone there for a second. Oh my god. <laughs> I was Oh. That wasn't a pleasant sound. I'm sorry about that. As I tried to recreate it. <laughs> the mic sound it was just like, "Oh, how dare you." Um so yeah, w- w- more information. About all elite wrestling incoming in the future because the future is the future. Um, okay, so let's talk. We don't have any, I don't have any more information about that right now. What well, I do have information about is what happened on SmackDown Live tonight. But before I get to that, <laughs> I uh, I do want to talk about Escape at Danny Danimara? Danny Mara? Dan, It's a a, a mini series on on Showtime, and uh, executive producer Ben Stiller. I don't remember the names of the the creators of the show, um, the two um, writers who, um, at the the head of writing this whole thing. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> um, *Escape at Uh episode seven, which is uh, actually episode seven and eight. I don't know if there is actually, like, a break in there that it could be two... Se- I'm sure there is that it could be aired as two separate episodes. Um, but it's showtime. They can do what they want. They'll probably just air the entire double episode as one thing every single time. Um, but this show is... I, I think I've talked about it before, but it's very, very good. In um, episode six... And episode Okay, episode five they it ends with um shoot what's their names um sweat is the is um um Paul Dano's character and uh Benicio Del Toro plays um Matt what's I don't know I don't remember his last name and then uh Patricia Arquette plays Tilly and so uh the whole whole first five episodes is about them figuring out a plan to escape prison they're both in prison for murder um uh sweats. okay so before i get ahead of myself spoilers for this show um but it's a real thing that happens so how spoiler can it get um in episode five they escape the prison and then episode six i i was kind of confused for the first little bit um because it showed them out of jail and then you realize oh and I'm like w- wait wait where's sweat and then we see sweat and we're like wait where's matt or vice versa i think it showed this opposite order uh but it turns out that this is there before they were in prison like back in the 90s um and what they did uh to get there and also till was doing to get into the position she was in and for her story, I was confused because she was with her husband there. I was like, "Wait, that is that? That's a different guy, but he looks kind of... is is kind of... I mean, he's gotten really schlubby over the years." Then, um, and but why did they cast a different actor for it? I was just stupid when I was watching it. And I was oh, it is a different person. That's like very important to it that this is like how she left her first husband. Went to her second husband and found, because she's cheating on him with uh, uh, Kenny, um, who she ended up with. And it's so, such messed up stuff with that because she, uh, it, her son was, was named, her son is not like a baby. he's a, He's a little kid, so he knows his name. He's old enough to know his name. And she says, that's not your name anymore. You're now Kenny Jr., uh, when she breaks up, she they they that that first marriage falls apart. Then she goes to be with Kenny. Um, I think is that right? Um, because they, they're oh, that's the only name I remember from now. Is they're talking about Kenny? Um, her son. Um, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was not a good look for anybody in that episode. But uh nice swerve at the beginning got me going like, wait, what why are where are they apart? And why are they killing more people? Like, oh, this is when they killed this is why they are in prison. That's right. Um so anyway, that the flashback episode is episode six, which is really cool. And then we get the um the run, the, the manhunt in the finale and uh also like the, the, the arrest of Tilly and all it just all this stuff and it's it's a super cool show i i really liked the um the finale and it throughout these i i didn't exactly i enjoyed watching um benicio del toro um it was like there there's definitely funny parts and stuff like that but he is he just goes off the rails in this episode and i really not that i should have liked any of these characters to begin with but i really disliked him and started to despise him um for just how he was being and stuff like that but you know he'd been in prison for a long time and then he escaped and i mean he, he killed someone to begin with um what do you expect from them to be like a really nice person when they escape prison or on the run um i I guess they find plentiful amounts of alcohol um anyway uh it i I recommend it escape at dynamara all right so let's talk about smackdown live for us there isn't some anything else at all i forgot to talk about (laughs) i was trying to plan out Yes, okay, as I go into another thing. Um I've made like a plan for this year of all the different episodes. I want to do an episode a day for the entire year um or at least an episode every weekday and then uh bonuses on the weekends when there's pay-per-views and stuff or maybe every, whatever. Um and I was like, oh, I got to have a dedicated day for blu-ray reviews i have a dedicated day for new movies and new for in a dedicated day for uh, a segment that i've been wanting to do for a long time called cream of the stream and i realized i don't have to have specific episodes for those i'll just work them in to the the weekly um the the weekly part one two three of the wwe episodes and occasional part four and five um I'll talk about uh, brand new stuff, like, uh, like Bird Box and Bandersnatch. And uh, for those will be Cream of the Stream segments. I haven't called them that yet, but I will when they do actually happen. Because I, I, um, this isn't technically a streaming show because it's on Showtime. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, yeah, yeah, look out for that. When new Netflix or Hulu stuff comes out um, that I've watched... I will tell you about them if they're good. If they're good, that's why it's cream of the stream and not steam of the stream, like steamy pile of poo. Oh, a streaming, steaming pile of poo. Um, there are some streaming services that are, <laughs> that, are that, but um, anyway, uh, all right. So let's get SmackDown Live real quick um the new day comes out big baby um very very disconcerting saying biggie dressed as a baby um but they go through all their resolutions they refer they have some great references to bumblebee and bird box i haven't seen bumblebee bumblebee yet too many bees in this part um they introduced the first match which will, de- which will determine who will be the fifth man in the fatal five way that'll take place in the main event to determine who daniel Pri- daniel bryan's opponent will be at the royal run rumble for the wwe championship um samoa joe fights jeff hardy in this match to get that spot and joe wins after he puts jeff to sleep with that coquina clutch um he is he put him into it twice because uh, the first time was outside of the ring this is a whole kind of weird thing that he had him outside of the ring and then he got into the ring before the 10 counts but then the ref started to count over for some reason um cory i think was baffled by that i was baffled by that but okay uh he won the he won the match either way um AJ goes back and talks to Vince and Shane. He says, I want to apologize, but you I won't because you did that intentionally. You intentionally provoked me. And uh he gets all up in their faces, and uh Vince is very happy about that. And Shane says, Be careful what you wish for. Because you were lucky, you just got hit in the face. I got he didn't say all this, but this is I was imagining before he even said that. I was like uh you just got it in the face but i got my head put through a car window so this might not be the best thing to provoke aj into being the real aj we're gonna hear that a lot uh rusev came out he said his mane, his rain and his mane, his rain will be long and luscious like his beard Shinsuke Nakamura attacks him and Lana tries to protect her. But when Rusev kicks him with the Machka kick, uh, Lana is on his back and uh, Nakamura goes falling backwards, slamming Lana into the ground. So she's taken out. And when Rusev's checking on her, uh, Nakamura sees his opening and hits Rusev with a few knees to face. Naomi fights Sonia Deville. I don't know why she wasn't fighting Mandy. I wrote down that she was fighting Mandy before the match started, and then I realized, wait, 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 why is she fighting Sonia? She'll be fighting. Like, why is this being dragged out? Uh, Mandy distracted her by telling her that she sent a very risque photo of herself in a bath towel um, to Naomi's husband, Jimmy Uso. So being distracted, Sony got the jump and won the match. So that was that was pretty fun. And I'm I like to see all of that continue. Uh where that goes from here. Um it it's gotta be going into the rumble that they're gonna have a moment in the Royal Rumble where uh, they eliminate each other, maybe. I don't know. Um but it's gotta play play into that, I think I would think. Then Take like a breathe break it's like a vapor lock that's what we call it and uh the the old uh brass playing is that you'd uh taking breaths you would taken so many breaths that you end up um having too too much and that uh yeah it's it stays stagnant in there okay to hyperventilate uh, momentarily. Uh, John Cena comes out and s- says some stuff. Then Becky comes out and says some more stuff. And then Selena Vega, accompanying Al- Almas, says some more self, some more stuff herself. It was pretty good. Some very good stuff in there. Um, she says that two ne- two <laughs> 2019 will be the year of Tranquilo, and I certainly hope so uh it would be awesome to see almas just just do all kinds of stuff this year. Um we end up with a mixed tag match. Those two versus the other two. Uh Vega and Almas versus uh Cena and Lynch. Um and Becky wins the match with a disarm her after uh John clears Almas from the ring, but then Becky throws John out um and gets the win via submission so this match is really fun as is great to see a mixed tag match just a mixed tag match out of nowhere that's the next thing after the RKO is the mixed mixed tag out of nowhere um and it's great we we got, pretty much saw see everybody in the women's division except for the Iconics um they were missing from this episode I wonder what they were doing where were they they were around I thought um, there are pictures of them with the new day. they were wearing their their uh Australia their their kangaroo outfits on Instagram. <sighs> anyway, oh, there's no page this week either. Man, lame. What is her new position? She's still gonna be. It's, she she may have lied. He said she's still gonna be around. It's the uh, different well we want to know her role jabroni um okay uh let's see let's see let's see the Miz. speaking of shane the Miz pitches best in the world outfits to shane and (laughs) uh, this is uh it looks good on the outside and on the inside and then he shows them in uh matching trunks and, uh, Shane asks, the, the, I was thinking like, that's Goldberg's body, isn't it? And Shane asks, is that Goldberg's body? Like, good job. Good job, everybody. Um, so yeah, Shane says, oh uh, yeah, I get working on that. And he's getting excited about it. Oh, I am going to make sure they're the best looking thing in the world. Shane has already left the room. Um, before the main event, uh, we had Asuka with her championship approached by triple h and he asks her who she wants to fight who she thinks is worthy of fighting her and she says it doesn't matter it can be anybody because nobody is ready for oscar in those words. And charlotte steps up she sneaks up right behind triple h and attacks him no um she wants she wants in on that action carmella wants in on that action she's beaten charlotte flair twice and she's beaten oscar twice uh, but would our truth be willing to cheat for Carmella? Wait, why is Car- Carmella's number 30 in the Royal Rumble? She already has a great advantage right now. What is she doing? What is she doing getting mixed up in this? Hmm. Hmm. And also Becky um, wants in on that. So nothing's officially announced here, but Triple H says, I don't think about it. <laughs> That's a great Triple H impression. Um, you know, contact me if you want uh, tr- Triple H voicemail messages sent to your friends. Triple like, H. <sighs> okay. Anyway, um, then we get to the main event. We have AJ Styles versus Rey Mysterio versus Mustafa Ali versus uh r- r- Randy Orton. I <laughs> wrote Randy. I did not write Randy. I wrote Rudy. I combined the A and the N and then didn't write it as either letter. Um, And Samoa Joe. Fable 5-way. This match is great. Lots of fun stuff, especially with Mustafa Ali, who looks great in this match. Three main event matches from Mustafa Ali since coming to SmackDown Live. That's three out of five weeks. That's amazing. That's awesome, and I hope that continues. As it is firing on all cylinders in all these matches. And really, everybody in this match was. There's so much. Good stuff. Samoa Joe put AJ through a table. Uh, Randy Orton enjoyed Joe putting AJ through a table. <laughs> I don't think there were any RKOs in this match. Uh, there was a draping DDT. Uh, Mustafa got hit by almost everybody's finishers in this or signature moves in this match um and that that's like the only reason that he wasn't able to win it was that he got hit consecutively by like a 619 a draping ddt a a clutch not necessarily in that order uh and then uh aj style outside of the ring he got um uh ray mysterio got taken out by joe right at the end and aj was able to take advantage of that and uh, hit a 450 on Randy and got the win. So AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship at the Royal Rumble. That is awesome. That continues. Let's see. Six, 17, 18, 19, four Royal Rumbles in a row that he is in a WWE Championship match. I do not take credit for that stat. It's been pointed out by at least a couple of people. Maybe it's the same person every time. Um, on reddit so i credit that person whoever you are so, google google it google who can't who, believe who realized that um so uh yeah because his debut was in a royal Rumble match that was for the wwe championship and then he has um he has had he has had he has had had i don't think in two, 2017 he hadn't won it yet but he fought was he fighting john cena for it oh i can't remember what that match was and then last year he's defending the championship and this year he is going back after it. no he had it already yeah no 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 no. he had it already last year this in 2006 2018 Anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be great. Um, all the New Day are going to be in the Royal Rumble. Um, they announced that in that opening segment. Um, I think it's safe to say that the other four people in this match will end up being in the Royal Rumble, um, even if there ends up being a United States Championship match. But if there is one of those, I bl- I would... I believe Nakamura would be in that match, uh, going back after the championship. He lost to Rusev. Um, so I think it's safe to say all four of these people will be in the Royal Rumble itself. Um, and we'll see what happens next week. We're back into the live shows next week. So I expect these last few episodes of both Raw and SmackDown have been very a lot, lot better. Um and uh i'm excited to see uh and, and i would i would imagine that things are kind of they're not putting the gas pedal all the way down um for these uh live event type things not like for these pre-taped shows um so that they kind of minimize how much can be spoiled i mean rusev winning the championship that was that was awesome i'm really glad that they did that on a pre-taped show I'm not glad that they did that on a pre-taped show. I'm glad that they did that despite it being a pre-taped show. No, is that does that make it better? I'm glad that something like that happened on a pre-taped show. And I am also glad that that is the thing that happened. I'm I I'm I am glad that it is a thing that happened. And separate from that, yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, that is another breathing break. <sighs> right. um, it's this, it's this, it's this Denver altitude is getting to me after all these years. That is everything for this episode. This is twice as long as, almost twice as long as last night's episode. Um, I, I may run out of space. I may, I, I, I may run out of hosting space for this month. But anyway, um, let me know what you thought about this episode. What you thought about Escape of Dinamara, um, and uh, what was the other? What was the other thing? What do you think about uh all these flat Earth videos? Oh, I didn't even get to that, did I? Um, the reason I was talking about that, um, so there's that crazy theory about the the tree the trees and mountains and stuff um and then that is like somewhat related to it's to flat earth theories and all that kind of thing it's all ridiculous and i was watching a flat earth thing and um they oh here's an argument that you flat earthers could use if you want to is that commercial airlines are not allowed to fly over antarctica it would uh there are possible flights from like New Zealand to South Africa that would make sense to go or so says the government so says NASA it would make sense that it's possible to fly over Antarctica to get there but um and maybe this is an argument that they use why is it illegal to fly over Antarctica I was watching a video where a guy who is not a flat earther went to a flat Earth convention to kind of see what these people are all about like the kind of crazy stuff that they they think that they justify this viewpoint on uh uh just justify the viewpoint with and uh one of the people's they're talking about the ice shelf that surrounds the entire earth in antarctica because it looks like it it's the north is the center of the disc and you have the the ice walls all around it and that's antarctica and uh, you could say and the, the there's like it's like 200 300 feet tall. You couldn't climb up it. There's a lot of people who have climbed up that amount of stuff. But anyway, because he he asks them, like if you if you got up onto that shelf, could you just like drop off into space or something? And they're they're like no, uh, no, you couldn't get up there. It's too high. But what about an airplane? that flies like twenty thousand feet above um above the ground um i don't i don't know who who would be allowed to do that (laughs) that. and maybe that they are actually using that point um uh maybe that is the, the 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 reasoning for that is because because i looked it up i was curious about that is that are there flights that go over antarctica um and there's a couple of reasons why there aren't um the only flight that would make sense to do that is uh new zealand to south africa and possibly parts of australia to south africa might also make sense um but otherwise it's other paths are shorter i think but um aside from that um, I guess in this it must have been in the 70s or maybe the early 80s that there was a I guess I have this pulled up I might as well talk about this is already a long episode I may as well pull up something that I actually learned today um, so this is coming from an article on express.co.uk um, there's some other other examples of uh, flight restrictions um, like flight uh flights going over Tibet are banned uh due to the Himalayas, of course. Uh that's very dangerous. Um but uh most people don't even think about it, but um flights over Antarctica um don't uh, don't occur either. Now uh it's part of this whole thing uh during the reagan reagan the reagan the 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 brian reagan administration that they decided uh, i see, uh leo morin uh an english language tutor offered the reason behind this via online forum quora he stated during the Regan administration the administrator of the f a a Jalen Helms decided that no twin engine aircraft should be permitted to be beyond 60 minutes from an airfield to which they could divert in case of emergency, making them little better than flying versions of boats before the advent of navigation. Um, so a, a, a little bit of a subjective spin on that. Um A little bit of personal opinion thrown in there at the end. But uh this may, there aren't any airports in... Antarctica so they couldn't land there but additionally to that um there was a uh, it's also a safety thing not just for emergencies but like extreme emergencies um that there was a let's see the due to the Mount Erebus disaster uh, an Air New Zealand flight crashed in Antarctica all 257 people on board died it demonstrated the dangers of that continent's frequent whiteouts and the lethality of the conditions for any crash survivors so it not only a matter of being able to divert but if something bad did happen it would be very difficult to get to them if they even survive to begin with um so that's uh those are some pretty pretty good reasons not to fly over antarctica even if it's a shorter path to take it is a much more treacherous treacherous path in addition to that, um, uh, being flying over the South Pole it screw up your um, your navigation. Like, it's not going to be as reliable. Um, trying to be able, trying to find magnetic magnetic north when you're exactly opposite from it, right? Yes, I think so. I I, I want to look up that Mount Erebus disaster and if there's been any there's been anything made about it. it says air air new zealand flight 901 was scheduled was a scheduled air new zealand antarctic sightseeing flight that operated between 1977 and 1979 that's a really long flight it's really like that's the specific flight with that path Um, the flight would leave Auckland airport in the morning and spend a few hours flying over the Antarctic continent. So, okay, this is a completely different situation from, uh, than a commercial flight going from one place to another. This is like a a sightseeing thing. Um, but that is a lot of people for just a sightseeing thing. Uh, it would, it would spend a few hours flying over the Antarctic continent before returning to Auckland in the evening via Christchurch. On 28th of December, 1979, so was the 70s, the 14th flight of TE-901. So they didn't, it didn't happen that often, I guess. Um, is that what that means? That's the name, or is that the aircraft that has that flight designation? I don't know. Anyway, um, it uh, flew into Mount Erebus on Ross Island. Um, Killing all 237 passengers and 20 crew on board. The accident became known as the Mount Erebus Disaster. Um, It was caused, they concluded that it was caused by pilot error. The accident is New Zealand's deadliest peacetime disaster, as well as the deadliest accident in the history of Air New Zealand. Um, So, uh, legacy of the disaster. Let's see here. The crash of Flight 901 is one of New Zealand's three deadliest disasters, the other being 18, 1874 Coast Patrick sailing ship disaster in which 470 people died, and the two, 1931 Hawke's Bay earthquake, which killed 256 people. This is all from the Wikipedia page about um, this disaster. At the time of the disaster, it was the fourth deadliest air crash of all time. As of 2014, it ranks 18th. Um. Okay. So the legacy. This is all like records of how deadly it was. Um. I'm looking for. Okay. A television miniseries, Erebus: The Aftermath, focusing on the investigation in the Royal Commission of of Inquiry, it was broadcasted in New Zealand and Australia in 1988. So I don't know if that's a really available, easily available now. I have to look that up. I can look it up while I'm recording this, but. Um, following the incident, all charter flights to Antarctica from New Zealand ceased and were not resumed until 2013 when a Boeing 747-400 charter from Contas set off from Auckland for a sightseeing flight over the continent. Okay, so that's not a commercial. I don't think that's a commercial. Fl- it, no, it's from okay, um Hmm. Hmm. So um, yeah, it, interest, interesting, interest, interesting stuff. Nothing newer about it has been made. It looks like, looks like it's just that one mini series. But uh, um, I'd be interested in seeing that. Just, I mean, it seems like everybody just died immediately. Um, let's see, let's see. All these technical things about the actual flight path and stuff like that. Uh, cockpit voice recorder transcripts from the last minutes of the flight before impact with Mount Erebus indicated that the flight crew believed they were flying over McMurdo sound well to the west of Mount Erebus, and with the Ross ice shelf visible on the horizon when in reality they were fr- flying directly towards the mountain. Wow. Um... Despite most of the crew, uh, I shouldn't be laughing. Despite most of the crew being engaged, it's more like a laughter of like disbelief, like how how did how how could this happen? Despite most of the crew being engaged in identifying visual landmarks at the time, they never perceived the mountain directly in front of them. Man, um, passenger photographs taken seconds before the collision. Oh, they were able to recover cameras. Holy crap. Removed all doubt of a flying and a cloud theory showing perfectly clear visibility well beneath the cloud base with landmarks 13 miles to the left and 10 miles to the right of the aircraft visible. Wow. So the actual crash. Um. There is no time to divert the aircraft and six seconds later oh let's go let's let's read the um this is a long episode we're getting into some crazy stuff here um, at twelve forty nine p.m. the ground proximity warning system GPWS began uh, sounding a series of whoop whoop pull up alarms warning that the plane was dangerously close to terrain the CVR captured the following whoop whoop pull up whoop whoop Sound like that, five hundred feet. Uh, that's F E. Um, who's F E? Oh, first, first engine. C A is captain, I think. It says whoop whoop pull up whoop whoop five hundred feet, one hundred fifty meters. J P W S pull up four hundred feet, one hundred twenty meters. Uh, GPWS, whoop, whoop, pull up, whoop, whoop, pull up, go around power, please. Captain says, whoop, whoop, pull, I and mean, then cuts off. The go around power was immediately applied, but it was too late. There was no time to divert the aircraft, and six seconds later, the plane crashed into the side of Mount Erebus and exploded, instantly killing everyone on board. The accident occurred at twelve fifty p.m. at a position of etc., etc., etc. So, oh man. Yeah, that's that. That's nuts. That's nuts, and it ruined flying over Antarctica for everybody. It was a freak accident, obviously freak or user error. Uh, because they they had great visibility. Maybe they thought that the mountain was a cloud. They were like, I can't see through these clouds. That's no cloud. That's a mountain all right let's end this almost hour long episode finally um tweet me with your thoughts on all of these things at tiw Podcasts. go to todayIWatched.com for more reviews if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site please share some links with your friends subscribe on itunes write a review on itunes and and uh also uh subscribe on spotify you can listen on there or wherever you listen podcasts um that's it for now i feel like it maybe didn't make the point that i was trying to make with that with that story about uh no flights over antarctica that that could be used as as an argument instead of like oh who would be allowed to do i guess that was being used as arguments but they could articulate it better saying that no pat no commercial flights are allowed to fly over antarctica that could be why and I was like, what charter flights have you heard of that have flown across a- Antarctica? They have crossed all the way over. There have only been um, like sightseeing fe- flights, perhaps. That could be an argument. Not to give flat earthers any more ammu- ammu- ammunition for their already sh- blink shooting guns. But uh, there you go. Maybe be a, try to be a little bit more smart about it. And they kept going, they also kept going, there's a, a point that they made about uh, always talking about these Nikon M1000, no, P1000 cameras. And I looked them up and I was like, hey, I kind of want to get one of those. It looks pretty, it looks pretty cool for a, a, a fixed lens, No a fixed lens, but um a non-interchangeable lens camera. Very expensive for a non-interchangeable lens camera, though also all right that's it i already said all the social media stuff so i'll see you uh, in part three for this week's nxt which i believe is the uh best of the 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 nominations for the nxt of 2018 or whatever they call it i don't know um 205 live i have not heard i assume that they record uh they filmed a new episode on saturday along with smackdown um so I'm excited for that, if there is new stuff, uh, which I, I assume there will be. Um, and maybe later this weekend, I'm going to get caught up on NXT UK. There's a lot of NXT UK to get caught up on here on my end. Two episodes a week, I'm like three, episodes, three weeks behind. going to be four weeks behind. That's four eight episodes to watch. Oh, that's a lot. But stay tuned for all of that. And I can say I've already recorded this and I've already scheduled it to come out starting this Friday. The Shield. Watching it from the beginning. One episode a week. Every Friday. 2am. I'm going to post it so you can listen to it in the morning on your way to work or whatever you do. Or anytime. Infinitely in the future after that. Not infinitely, but longer than just the day. Um... I'm going to be going episode by episode, week by week, of The Shield. Not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Not... That S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm talking about... The Los Angeles uh, Strike Force... Led by none other than Vic Mackey. Played by... Ben Grimm, why can't I remember, what the heck is the most memorable name of anybody in all of entertainment and I can't remember it, man, Michael Chiklis, that's his name, I can't remember that. In case you couldn't hear, I, I did pause the recording to look that. The first time I paused it, I probably should have paused it a few times, like a lot of times. But um, there you go. I'll see you in part three of this week and catch the Shield episodes every Friday. I'm going to record like, all of them. I have time to just schedule them out and so they'll just automatically go up there. I might not even tweet about it. Just check the feed. Subscribe to the podcast and your podcast listening application and you'll get to hear all of those and i i recommend you watch the show um watch one episode a week it'll take you uh over a year it's gonna take me over here to to uh, post all of these episodes but that's totally do- 42 minutes a week 45 minutes a week to watch one of the best tv shows are you really the best tv show ever um neck and neck with lost and i have plans to also rewatch lost at the same time the two best tv shows ever and i'm going to be talking about them week by week starting this friday i haven't i haven't started the rewatch of lost yet i'm a little bit nervous about that i haven't watched it since the finale anyway that is it for this episode finally TOW podcast today i watch dot com see you later Bye.